Hi there, this is John Frenet, and welcome to an encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. These are best done in person, and with the current state of emergency restrictions, that's just not possible. So we will be re-releasing our past episodes every Saturday at noon until this pandemic is in our collective rearview mirror. Until then, enjoy this encore presentation of our Legacy Business Spotlight. Some businesses succeed. Some don't. Then there are those that seem to have been around forever. The true entrepreneurial success story. How did they do it? What was their vision? What makes a success? In this special episode for Ion Annapolis, we speak with the true success stories. Those business owners that have been around for decades. Learn from their successes and failures. Now, here's host John Fernay. I've never been up here on the second floor of, and maybe it's the third floor of KB True Value. How are you? I'm good, thank you. We're here with Jared Lippman, who is the owner of KB True Value, which is on the corner of, it's the crazy corner. It's on the corner of Forest, Bay Ridge, Bay Ridge, and Hillsmere, I believe. There are a few names. Uh, <laughs> depends on where you, which way you're coming from. We usually just say 912 Forest Drive next to the Shell Station across uh, from Hillsmere and Quiet Waters Park. Absolutely. It's the big... Uh, sort of gray concrete block complex mm-hmm. and it's called the graystone that would make sense mm-hmm. uh and it's uh can be true value has been a staple of this community for a long time and you know you're one of my favorite stores because i Thank don't you. have to drive out past the mall to that other orange place that you know the, the mega store well hopefully we bring you in besides uh, convenience hopefully we have a few other good things going for us too. well you do i mean honestly the only reason that i go out to uh to that store would be lumber that's not yeah. something that you're looking to do, I'm sure. No, you're right. Where did where did KMB start from? How did this? How long have you guys been here? I know you, I, I'm seeing that in 2019 you're celebrating your 45th. We are. So that's so like me, almost older than me. So let me uh, give you a little history. So in 1974, my in-laws Bobby and Ken uh, Neifeld started the business across the street, and at that time it was known as Hardware House, the Hardware House, and they were about where Smokehouse is. And oh, they were in that shopping center. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he, it was a rented space for him. And in the mid 80s, he was looking to, for a place to move. And he saw this. At that time, it was dirt and it was a hill. Bought the property, built the building. It was an interesting architectural feat because it was a hill. And he finally, finally found an architect who had apparently also taught architecture at University of Maryland. And he said it was a project that he's been using for his students for ages. And he said the perfect solution is to put the building in the middle and cut out the half of the dirt and flip it over to the other side to create a level surface in the middle. And uh, that's what worked out. And that's what he ended up doing. So he moved uh, the hardware house over here in about 1985, 1986 or so, and then started filling in the other spaces uh, with other tenants. And um, 1993 or so, no, actually it was later than that. It was in the 2000s that he uh, changed the name to K&B True Value. So he could incorporate the True Value name in the in the name of the hardware store instead right. of just the hardware house. I came aboard in uh, 2004, and uh, I won't give you the long history unless you ask for how that came about. And I bought the business along with my wife from my in-laws in 2007. Okay. So this, I mean, the complex here is actually two buildings, I believe, with a right. bunch of steps going in. Was one building built after the other, do you know, or...? More or less built the same time. I think they got the hardware store in here first, finished the rest of the build-out after that. So it was in the same roughly time period, but 
Technically, yes, it was, was first. That's funny. Two of my favorite places, you and Rocco's Pizza, were both over at the um, like yeah. where the smokehouse was, and that's in that shopping center, right? <laughs> yeah, I and, think uh, Ken and the Rocco's owner were buddies, and you know they were you know they knew each other from back in those days. I wasn't uh, I wasn't aware that people were saying, "Oh yeah, Rocco's was over there." Said, no, because yeah. I, moved, I moved down here, and they were already over at the uh, right. over, over, over next to the giant. Right. Uh, so you, you took this over from your father-in-law. Well, I, I don't use took over. I bought. I mean, yeah. I, I had a long uh, loan interest you know, <laughs> with interest, so I, I don't think of it as taking it over. But well, the yeah. guy, the guy built the built the business as it was. He's he's not a not a dumb businessman. No, so not at all. He's a <laughs> very smart man. Absolutely. So um, and a great you, mentor too. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Now your background as I mean, you are a a hands-on owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are here. I would say ninety percent of the time, uh, if not more. Probably a little bit more now that you're not an alderman for the city of Annapolis. But well, I, I'm here a lot. I'm not on the sales floor as much as I like to be, which um, you know is a shame. I know on, being on the sales floor, customers like to see me. I like to see the customers. I like to work with the employees and make sure I see what's going on. So I do that as much as possible. But it's it's less than ideal, probably. You know, over the years, I've accumulated various jobs as well. So although I'm in the office a lot, I'm juggling three or four jobs most days. Can you do every job here? Yeah, I mean, this is sort of my base. Um, I, I also work from home sometimes too, and so a lot of my work. Well, no, I meant, I meant like if uh, you, you personally, can you do every job here in the store? Oh, can, can I you do like every job unload here? the trucks and fill the propane? And I could do most jobs here. My bookkeeper knows things that I don't know. My inventory manager knows things that I don't do. But the customer-facing things, I can do everything. That from a customer-facing standpoint, I could fill, load propane. I can load bags. I can cashier. I can uh, be a salesperson. I can be a manager. Well, that's, that's I can sweep the... up, clean the toilets, <laughs> and done it, done it, and done we'll it, do done it, it, and done we'll it. do it again. <laughs> yes, 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 and yes. Ah, uh, the joys of owning your own business. Yep. Um, you know, one of the things that I do like here is uh, the customer service, and I mm-hmm. think that customer service in any business, and certainly it speaks to forty-five years, uh, and any of the number of businesses that I've spoken to in this series. Uh, it, it does come down to customer service and and really making the customer happy. How have you fostered that? I mean, you you got it. I mean, everybody is very friendly here. You, uh, you know, I'm, I'm walking back with you know two microphones, a cable, and a recorder, and they're like, "Can I help you find anything?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, Jared Lippman." <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate a the compliment. Uh, B again, I think my in laws were very smart business people and ran a good store. And so my challenge was essentially in buying it and uh, taking over the operation was not messing it up and trying to keep the model that was working and then add on the differences and changes that I wanted to see without messing up what was going well. And so I've tried to do that. Uh, you know, certainly the things that I'm more uh, slanted on versus my in-laws before is I try to make sure we have a, a very good selection of environmentally friendly products that our salespeople are trained on how to sell those things, what the benefits are. I, I keep those items priced very competitively, uh, frankly, at lower margins than their, their alternatives to try and encourage those purchases. Um, I've added solar panels to try to offset our energy usage. Uh, and then I've tried to just stay current. You know, Every year, it could be up to 20% of our inventory changes from things that are just no longer um, popular to things that are all sudden new, like the home automation. And so just trying to stay current on those things is really important. Certainly. Well, it's... Um yeah, I agree. I mean, when your uh, father-in-law started the business, there was uh, this thing called the internet. Probably wasn't around. And no, as far as no. you know, he's probably had a, a notepad to order new stock. And yeah, and we have different approaches. I mean, he has a excellent memory and with numbers, and I'm more of a, someone who likes spreadsheets and organization and, and mm-hmm. try to keep uh, organized that way. But I'd say the one thing that 
motivates us to do better every day is frankly not taking any of it for granted. I don't take my employees for granted. I don't take the customers for granted. You know, there's a certain amount of fear every single day owning a business that the next day when you show up that other people aren't going to. Whether yeah. it's employees and custo- or customers, you know, as a, an employee, you're thinking that the guy at the top is really in charge and you finally get to the top and you realize, nope, all my, uh, my customers and my employees are really the ones in charge because they're the ones who pay our, our paychecks. And I remind, my, our, I remind our staff that, you know, when, if they're not being friendly or something to a customer, like, right, they're the ones who pay your paychecks. And some big companies have differed on this. Mm-hmm. Who's number one in your businesses, your employees or your customers? Who's number one? Yeah. I don't know that there is a number one. If you're asking, like, who's right, like, in a dispute, I, honestly, I, I, I try not to be in a situation where I have to say no to a customer. And, you know, if I try to say if if they we don't have exactly what they want, I, I'll come up with an alternative or another solution. Um, the the customers are important in the sense that they're, they're not here. None of us get paid. And if we don't get paid, we can't pay our bills. Right. Right. The employees are important because without them, I certainly can't run the shop without and they're not, by myself. The customers are not coming back. Right, exactly. You know, I need my employees to be motivated and happy employees. Um, we try to treat them fairly and and uh, make sure it's try to have an environment where I expect employees to work hard but be fair and be nice. It's a beautiful catch twenty two. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not catch twenty. I think it's. I don't think they're inconsistent goals. You had, met, you had mentioned your environmental stance, and uh, you know you were known in the Annapolis City Council when you were on there as the uh, you know the token tree hugger, hmm. and um, and you and you live that. Uh, you had mentioned that you have solar panels. Mm-hmm. You have solar panels on the roof. Is that and that was an initiative of yours when you had purchased the business? Yeah. So that was actually I have a poster here about uh, in 2012 or so. I had solar panels installed on the roof, and they've been fantastic. Solar Energy Services installed them, and they did a great job. They met every commitment they made to me. Uh, and it really made it an easy process. Uh, the system paid for itself in about five and a half years, which was what it was projected to do. And the system lasts for 20 to 25 years. So after that initial investments paid back, I actually saved money. So I could justify it both environmentally. I'm just out of curiosity. Yeah. I mean, how much? I'm not looking for dollars, but I mean, what percentage or whatever of your... About 15%. 15? Yeah, one five. 15%. Of, off of your standard mm-hmm. Significant. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you look at you're talking thousands of dollars over years. All the costs in running the business. What is um, you know, some of the other environmental things? And I there was a uh, a great drain cleaner that was marked as some environmentally mm-hmm. friendly one, which is yep. admittedly is not probably my first go to. But hmm. uh, well, it depends if, if you got a hair problem like like a tub drain. Yeah, the, the environmental solution yeah. is actually better than I would recommend. Go to that first for its effectiveness before the chemical solutions. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, it it totally. As I put it in, I'm like, oh man, they know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but what what type of environmental stuff can you expect to get here? I mean, so some of the obvious easy ones are things like uh, LED light bulbs, and we have a very wide assortment of LED light bulbs. Other obvious solutions, hopefully, are organic weed control and lawn care, organic or uh, non chemical uh, house cleaning solutions, and then there's some that you might not think of as automatic as environmentally friendly, like window insulation, and just pre- keeping your energy in the house without having to crank up the air conditioning or the heat, uh, respectively. And so there's a lot of uh, insulation foam and products like that you know we went through a list at one point made we had something like 2,000 items that I would consider environmentally friendly items okay. for, out of three thirty thousand is that what you 30,000 items in the store yeah and that doesn't include the nuts and bolts because they don't have individual numbers wow how often do you do inventory 
We do inventory year-round, actually, so we don't shut down at any one point. We just are constantly trying to knock out a half an aisle at a time. One of the, one of the things that, again, I, I appreciate here, I know when I was trying to get my lawn in shape, uh, I used some of that, that tree, tree hugger fertilizer and stuff like that <laughs> that you have. But uh, the... The help that we got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was, you know, what kind of grass you got? What, what's your problem? What do you have going on? Uh, and, and and it was spot on. And that's something that you're not going to see, you know, if you order it through Amazon. If you order it through, mm-hmm. I don't know whether they can ship fertilizer from Amazon or not. But, you know, uh, and it's a lot about problem solving. I know I had a question one time where I was uh, trying to snake a drain and mm-hmm. how, to, how to work that. And there was somebody here that was able to tell me how to do that. And you you do that. I mean, your people are are really trained in that, and they're cross trained. Um, I appreciate that. It's um, we work really hard at it, and we're not going to be perfect. We never claim to be. But when you were up here and you walk, when you came up here, you passed the break room, and I don't know if you noticed on the break room there was a training sheet. So we spend a lot of time in February where we'll have group classes for the whole store, whole staff, and we'll do a training on um, some uh, bonide garden cleaning, or we'll do um, Benjamin Moore paint or we'll do a Weber training. And so we'll do staff training, especially concentrated in the uh, winter. We'll also go off. And so uh, myself and my store manager and one of the department managers went to a training by one of the manufacturers last week, took the whole day to uh, do an all day training. And we'll try to do that year round, try to educate each other. We also have a number of people on staff who have essentially, if you will, uh, prior lives and other experiences where they've done their own work or they've, uh, they've done the work for somebody else. It's one of the one of the beauties of it is the, is the customer service that and, and the training that that they're receiving there. What is the most you, you've said your inventory has changed for the whims of the public, which is very well, difficult. Yeah, to, not just the whims of the public, but just the change in technology, change in what the manufacturers are making. I mean, mm-hmm. they'll stop making certain things like uh, paint strippers that had a lot of uh, bad chemicals in them or just made differently. And uh, you do you do paint? You can mix paint. You've got what, mm-hmm. Benjamin Moore. Benjamin Moore is our featured paint. We still have True Value paint as well, which is a nice alternative. And uh, we do a lot of training to make sure we have uh, people who can make the paint that any customer wants. We expand. We have expanded our Benjamin Moore line each year, including this year, to have more options. We have thirty thousand colors to choose from on our wall. Plus, if someone brings in a a color chip or even the name of a color from another company we can pull those colors Not up sure. as well yeah do you have that machine that where you can like i can bring a curtain scan in and you yep can... we could scan something in uh helps if it's a uh, not a fabric that has a lot of texture but if it's a solid color like your bright yellow right. towson sweatshirt yeah, yeah. we could scan that and uh make you a can of paint what's the most unusual thing can you can you tell me what what thing would surprise me or anybody that you have here oh that's so, a great question but it, i am often pleased that I'll get this question all the time, and it starts with, I doubt you have this, but since I'm here anyway, do you have XYZ? And we typically do have whatever the XYZ, and that's always a good feeling that people, uh, that we uh, are exceeding people's expectations. Some of the fun projects that we come in, that people come in with are science projects where they're trying to build a robot or something and trying to uh, imaginatively put together uh, a number of items together to meet their needs. Those are always fun to work on. The new homeowners are fun because, you know, they have uh, so many new things that they're working on that they haven't tackled before and they're full of excitement. And that's, you know, that's, of course, uh, fun to help those customers out. You end up being a partner in it. You know, that's part of the fun of the job. It's, you know, I think I think certainly for all of the managers who've been here and they've been here a long time for most of them, we our average tenure for all the full timers, including cashiers, is nine years. And if you took out the the average? cashiers, yeah, that's, ab- an, that's incredible. Average tenure is nine years. Wait, but it, when did you buy this place? 
I bought it in uh, 2007. So my, I've been here 15 so, so. years. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm now bringing up the average. I've, I've been here for 15 years. I, I've owned it for slightly less than that, but I've been here since 2004. So I bring up the average now. But I have an employee who's been here for 30 years in this coming December. Uh, I've got someone else 22 years uh, this year. I've got one manager who was here for 10 years as a teenager and has been here another 10 years as an adult. He left in between. Um, another guy, manager, who's been here for 18 years, and my general manager's been here for uh, three-plus years or so. So, yeah, we tend to keep people for a long time. But the point I was trying to get to, though, is the reason they stay so long, besides the fact that we treat them fairly, is they like what they do. They like being in the industry. They, they like solving people's problems. They come in, and people say, hey, you know, you, know, you helped me out with that project last week, and it turned out great. Here are some pictures. And uh, it's really you know, interactive. It's kind of, it's a bit of that old time uh, feel that you kind of imagine where like people know each other and it's not just numbers and it's not just about making a profit. It's a, it's a fun environment to be in. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. I know uh, you, you're also a, a proponent of hiring a, a lot of our youth. Yes, uh, absolutely. Is, is Joe Pesci is our uh, youth. <laughs> yeah, got, you got some youths working here? We are the first employer for a lot of people in the, in the nearby neighborhoods, absolutely. I know I'd heard one time a long time ago that they said that uh, something like 30% of today's workforce, and I don't remember when this was, had worked at McDonald's at one point. Oh, that's interesting. And um, I, I don't know how accurate that Have is. Have you ever? Not. No, I never did. Neither did I. I've worked uh, in a restaurant. I was a waiter once, but I, not McDonald's. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, you, you sit here and you look, and I know I see some of my friends' kids that are, that are working here, whether it be a summer job, but, yeah. you know, before they go off to college and whatnot. And, and, you know, that brings me pleasure, too. And I had a, I've had a lot of great mentors in my life, uh, from professors to employers to just other people I've known. And I've, you know, I've had those stepping stones along the way. And so I, I tried to do that for our young employees who show the interest or, or seeking that. You know, not everybody is, but I've written dozens of uh, letters of recommendation for various former employees as it's gone on to law school and various jobs. And it's great. I mean, some of them will keep on coming back. So the one guy I have in mind for law school first helped him uh, for various for colleges, then I helped him for law schools, then I helped him for his first post-law job. And it's just nice to be able to keep track of former employees like that. That's, that's great. And you your community involved. I mean, you've, you've, I'm, I'm seeing all the time the, the big signs on your, your, I'll say your billboard, but up on, up on the hill that was uh, dug out for the building. Uh, you're always having like a ladies' night or a, a barbecue mm-hmm. or, or some sort of a, a promotion. I say always. I mean, you probably probably do half a dozen a year or so. We also do a lot of community support uh, initiatives that you may not see because we're not public. We're not posting them on our hill. So, you know, just dozens of Eagle projects, you know, Eagle Scouts come to us for projects or churches for their uh, auctions or various neighborhoods and their auctions. Um, We've loaned out our uh, popcorn machine to Hillsmere when they're having a, uh, uh, you know, trying to raise money for something. And so we, we try to help out when we can. We realize, like I said, we don't take our community for granted, our customers are granted, and we want them to think well of us. We want them to think of us at all, frankly. And so uh, we do as much as we can afford to do. You know, obviously there's always constraints, and I have a budget that I try to stick under. And, I mean, you've had, you've had some different promotions. I mean, you've had, like, the I, I think they were called KB Bucks or something a while ago. Yeah, we ago. did the KB you- Cash last year. It was a pretty exciting event for us. To do that, and I know that uh, you're very involved with the schools as far as making donations to the schools on that. So, yeah, we've evolved how we've done that over years, but the short version is um, the way we did this past year is we asked customers to make a donation to their favorite local school. And they pick this 
school that they donated to, and we matched that donation 100%. And actually, we we hit our max this year, which was a $5,000 commitment. So in total, from a customer's donations of $5,000 and our match of $5,000, we gave out $10,000 to local schools this year. And over the course of the past 10 years, it's changed in various ways, but the past 10 years total was $25,000. That's incredible. Yeah, I think it's helping helpful. Where are most of your customers coming from? Are they are they coming from down in the Annapolis neck two one four zero three two one four zero one areas? Yeah, you know. So if you look at where we are on a map, you'll see that in three directions, within two miles, you hit water, and the third direction, you're at Route fifty, and you know a couple uh, orange boxes up there. So certainly, most of our customers are in that that peninsula. We, it does surprise me though when I look at we have a, a program called True Value Rewards that helps us keep track of loyalty customers, and when you look at the spread, it does surprise me that people are do come out of the way, and perhaps they're working in Annapolis but living in Odenton or in Edgewater, or sometimes surprise me like towards Arnold and in other places, which I'm I'm obviously very pleased about. But our core certainly is out of Hillsmere and um, Annapolis Roads and all those other communities along the Bay Ridge Peninsula. Oh, they're probably coming here because they like it here. Hopefully, you know, and, you know, certainly the Hunt Meadow and uh, all the other great communities um, in in this area of the city. Um, hopefully, you know, we get um, uh, Eastport and t- t- downtown customers as well. So it's it's really great. I uh, really enjoy seeing the same customers or even new customers. As it's grown, I mean, obviously we can see it's gone from hardware house and probably a much smaller location. You've probably expanded. I mean, and, Yeah, it was about 5,000 square feet then. And how many square feet do you have here? Uh, under 10,000, just under 10,000. I mean, for those that haven't been in here, shame on you, but you should come in and, and just check it out. But, I mean, you have a lot of stuff packed in a little bit of space. We do. And, you know, my in-laws were very smart in how they built the building to go high. So rather than have all the backup inventory be in the back and taking up a lot of space, it's all out on the sales floor. So okay. I get asked all the time, do you have any more of this in the back? The answer is probably not, but I might have it above. Right, right, right. I might right. have get, it up. Get, let me get a ladder. Yeah. So we try to, like I said, cram in a lot of stuff here. We try to be very female friendly. We realize that in a lot of households, certainly not all, a lot of households, it's the female making the decision. And we try to be uh, a great place for men and women and old and young and different colors and whatever else, be comfortable shopping here. And so we try to have a broad appeal. And I love it when I hear customers say, and I frequently, fortunately, do get to hear customers say, this is my favorite place to shop. And you think hardware store, it's men saying that, but I love it. I get a lot of women saying that too. You know, there, there are certain things that you get little bugs up. I remember when I was a little kid, I loved, uh, and they, they've been taken over by Staples and Office Depot, but like a stationary store. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of a cool place. They had calculators and all this kind of stuff. I mean, and, and there's gadgets. I mean, and one of the yeah. neat things about here, and, and we've done some contests for you where it's like, you know, you have... And, and you've messed with your signs, you know, get, mm-hmm. you know, with the aisle number three is like widgets and gizmos. And you know. that's a, uh, that's a local artist, uh, Cindy um, Fletcher Holden. Yeah, exactly. We had an art show in the store a few years ago, maybe five years ago. Now I'm losing track of time. And as part of the art show, she organized a bunch of artists to display their work in the hardware store. And it was a lot of fun. And as part of that effort, she did those signs. And so it's, You'd be surprised. Maybe 95 of our customers don't notice our fun signs. And then the few that do, once they see one or two, they walk around the store with their eyes up and they're looking for the rest. Yeah. But, I mean, you you do look around and you – and as you mentioned, you look up. You look and see that there's uh, stuff up there. I know I've been yelled at for getting on ladders and and getting something off of a top shelf probably because your insurance agent's probably going to – I do discourage that. I don't want anyone getting hurt. (laughs) As actually – we actually train all of our employees on proper ladder safety. And there's right ways to do it and wrong ways. And I don't assume customers have taken that training. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, what's, What's in the future? 
Do you have any? Do you have any plans? Um, I have always got plans. Um, so, yeah, I'm always trying to uh, do new things. So right now, I'm working on a, a new website to make it easier for our customers to shop on, shop us online. We've had a website for a long time that you can currently shop. I think it's uh, the web address is store.kbtruevalue.com. And on that site, you can see all of our products that we have. But it's not the most user-friendly site, and I'm trying to improve that. I'm told from our customers that they use it not necessarily to buy, but they'll see it if, to see if we carry something and if we have it in stock. And we list our prices. We list our inventory count so you can see whether we're in stock. So working on the online space, I'm working on improving delivery too. So uh, we do free delivery oh. now for assault uh, deliveries and grills. Um, but we do uh, deliver as well, although not for free, for just about anything, whether you have mulch or just, just don't have time bring to do something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if, as long as you're willing to pay for delivery, we'll bring you uh, yeah, that nut or knife, whatever you just said. I couldn't hear, quite hear you. We want to make that easier. So especially like for salt deliveries, we want to make it so if you're home at night and you want to schedule a delivery for later in the week, you can go on our website, buy the salt, schedule the delivery, and have it all be nice and tidy for you. How else are we expanding? Um, we are constantly, like I said, the Benjamin Moore paint line is really big for us, and we're expanding the number of lines that we carry, including, and so now we're trying to appeal not only to homeowners, but contractors that are doing the painting, trying to make it as uh, as as a big of a category as possible. I think it's a big feature there. And again, you, you've got, I'll say the basics, which may not be basic to a hardware store, but propane, huge for me, because it might always run out as soon as I put the burger on, and I've got my can always has like half a burger on it. You know, I'm glad you wrote the services because I don't think we do a great job of, of communicating how many services we do. So let me list a few, see if you knew that we did this. Okay. Your lawn soil, P- free pH testing of your lawn soil. I do know that because I bought the, uh, okay. the, the, the tree hugging fertilizer. All right. Uh, your pool water, bring in your pool water sample, and we'll test that water for you as well. Don't have a pool. Didn't All right. know that. Uh, we'll rekey your front door locks for you. If you need, uh, if you have got a new lock and you want to keep it key the same as your side door or something, we can rekey that for you. Uh, screen repair we do for you. Uh, glass cutting and plexiglass cutting. Uh, not just regular house key cutting, but we can also do uh, car, most car keys, including the uh, computer chip programming to make sure that the new key works on your car even if it's got a uh, computer chip in there um and that includes the side cut keys too which are you know like honda uses right. some of their keys i mean you're not you're not a lawn and garden center but you do have a f- huge lawn and garden selection i mean you've you know and i know in the spring with the mulch mm-hmm. um and obviously you've got fertilizers yeah we do live goods as well we do plants and flowers and vegetables uh, live goods has really grown for us so garden is a huge department for us you know, uh, uh, garden's probably our biggest, not probably because I know the numbers. Garden is our biggest category for us. So my, my dog loves your beef jerkies. Yeah, the big, yeah, that's really the big, popular. That three foot stick. Yeah, <laughs> those are popular. I tend to like the uh, caramels at the checkout desk. Good, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we try to have all the traditional stuff. Where we have a plumbing department, we have electrical department, automotive, and marine. Uh, but we also have a lot of fun stuff, especially like in the housewares and in our automotive sections and and tools and power tools, things that you might not expect to find in a hardware store. Which makes you pretty much invaluable in the peninsula. To right. be honest with you, I mean, uh, you, you, again, the best advice I can give anybody is just to come in and sort of roam the aisles and look around and see see what they have because. Uh, you know, it is. I know my very, very first experience with KMB True Value was before you. I had just moved down here in 96, and this whole well water was something brand new to me. Mm-hmm. And I had a 
filter in my the the salt softener system mm-hmm. that had it. and of course they put this giant filter in between all this massive pipes and I'm undoing it and I lost my grip on it and it fell down and it hit the incoming pipe from the well cracked it and all of a sudden it's just pouring in a maybe a two inch pipe maybe an inch and a half long pipe just pouring water in oh, and God. I'm like oh my God what and I'm turning knobs in this maze of things, and nothing's right. turning this oh, off. Oh, my goodness. My ex-wife is sitting there going, now look what you've done, which doesn't help the situation. Mm-hmm. And, and I go to myself and say, oh, my God, it's just effing pumping water into my house. And then I go, wait, pump, electricity. Ran up into the garage where the plunged the house into darkness. The water stopped. I said, okay, we got the flashlight. We figured out what was going on. And I came up to KB True Value, and I bought uh, a couple little plumbing you know, Fittings. fixtures and sleeves yeah. and the glue. And yep. I got it back on. And uh, I was like, I was so proud of myself. And I say, okay, well, put the power back on. And then all of a sudden, the water started flowing out of every one of the valves that <laughs> I had opened trying to shut it off the first time. Right. <laughs> it flooded it again. Uh, and then, you know, my patch job had a little bit of a, a spring leak, which we ended yeah. up uh, clearing. But that was my very first experience at uh, well. KMB True Value just because I was like, I don't have the time to run. Right. All the way up to parole or to someplace else. Well, hopefully we were able to give you good advice and help. Plumbing's, plumbing projects are always interesting. You're typically, there are, if you can do it less than three trips, you're doing pretty well for the most part <laughs> doing a plumbing project. <laughs> you know, I, I encourage people to overbuy on those initial trips because you don't, you don't remembering precisely is it an inch or inch and a half what, and, and the different types of fittings. There's a lot of options. So just buy whatever you might need. And come back when you're done. We'll, we are trying to make it super easy to do returns here. And so return what you don't need, what didn't work out, and you know, save yourself some hassle. Right. No hassle returns? As much as possible. You know, obviously, it can't, you know, I try to keep out for theft. And we have some policies in place to try to uh, minimize, you know, theft or fraud. But aside from that, we try to be as easy as possible. Yeah, I've used this lawnmower for a year and a half. It's just not doing the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot to put oil in it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> details, details, details. Yeah. Well, Jared Littman from KME True Value, thank you for your time. What's the um, best way to to get in touch with you or to find out more about Canby? So I uh, certainly welcome customers or anybody who's interested to talk with us about anything or to check us out to come by the store. The address, again, is 912 Forest Drive. We're next to a shell station across from the Hillsmere community and uh, near the uh, Quiet Waters Park. And uh, it, you're always welcome to reach me by email. That's Jared, J-A-R-E-D, at K as in kite, B as in boy, truevalue.com. By phone, 410-268-3939. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter as well. And lots of free parking. Yes, absolutely. Free parking in the front. And it, if the insider tip is park in the back if uh, it's busy in the front. And it's, get your exercise and walk up the steps. Yep. And we'll, uh, if you're carrying heavy things, we'll be happy to carry it out to you. I'll tell you, congratulations on a great run. Congratulations on what the future may hold for you. And um, thank, you. thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. It's been a great 15 years for me. And I'm really uh, so pleased that our community has supported us for 45 years. I hope there's a, another 45 years ahead. Thanks for listening to this special podcast for Ion Annapolis. Please be sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinions. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you your local news direct to your phone or tablet every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. <laughs>